Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Gracious Father God, we come right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this gathering on tonight. We ask that you would bless our people and our people bless you as we serve your word, as we apply your word, bless the teacher, bless the students, Father God, bless sick children all over the land and country. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Amen. All right, deep waiting in your hands. In the book of Matthew 8, chapter 8, 23 through 27, calming the storm. Uh, this lesson setting is such that Jesus has spent all day teaching, uh, and, and, and evening time has come, and he's makes it plain that he needs to go over to the other side. Uh, he has a, a, a appointment. Uh, 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 he's, in other words, he has some business to take care of with, uh, with the man that lives in the cemetery. So it gives us the idea that Jesus can take care of several problems at one time. In fact, while he's taking care of the disciples, he's also getting ready to handle another problem. And so he knows what's going on, uh, no matter how how it seems like he could shouldn't be able to do it. He can handle whatever's happening in our lives. And so he's uh, it's gone aboard this this ship, uh, and the disciples are going with him. And the disciples, when when you think about who they are. Peter and, and uh, his brother Andrew and John and James, uh, a couple of the other ones, were fishermen by trade. So and Peter owned his own boat, and so did uh, his cousin John and James. So they were were not uh, unskilled uh, in operating a ship. I mean, they they. <laughs> they did that for a living. That, that that was no nothing that should be strange about it. But Jesus has to uh, actually test their faith. And when we see how this happens, it's, it lets you know that everything is lining up with, with what he wants to do to uh, uh, let them know who he is and what he can do and and, and and what's going to happen? It, because when they followed Jesus from place to place, they uh, kind of, I think, as most people did, they got in a feeling that it was going to be smooth sailing. But Jesus is letting them know that, that they got some uh, some some roads, some tough roads to hold coming up, and and, and they can't handle it on their own, and the storm that. They- this life throws at us. We can't handle many of them ourselves. Only through Jesus can we actually know that we can handle some of the things that's going to happen in our life. 
And Jesus wants them to know that if they bring it to him, he can handle it. So this situation that, that's going to be uh, over at them in this evening lesson, uh, it's, it's a lot for them to learn. And they're going to learn it in, in probably the best way possible, and that's to live it. Uh, so this lesson begins with uh, them getting a glimpse of what Jesus can do no matter what kind of situation that happens to them. And he, when he entered the ship into a ship, the disciples followed him. Uh, uh, it's important to know that the weather when they enter the ship is cold. Uh, and uh, it's in the evening time. And the crowd always followed Jesus, but this at that time because they wanted to be healed and then they and other blessing that he had, but Jesus didn't uh spend much time with the crowd that evening. He he got in the ship because again he had to get over to the other side. He had some work to do on the other side of the lake. And his disciples followed him. The, uh they uh accustomed uh, to to firing him. That's what they did in their training. They was training with the master. Uh, and so uh, they're going to they're gonna learn what it is like to, to train with the master. He had to test the disciples for uh, them to know their weaknesses and their lack of much faith. Uh, now, Jesus uh, could not have demonstrated it the way he wanted to uh, on land because they probably could have got to the other side by going a long way around but the shortest way was by to take the ship and go across the, uh, the water and it was the best way for him to uh, get a good testing uh, for them because uh, the, the water offered uh, an unusual test so they had to get on they got on the ship and started uh, across the water but they had no idea what was in store for them. Like I said, they experienced fishermen. So this was a routine thing for them to just get on the ship and go from one side to the other. And verse 24 says, And behold, uh, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with water, but he was asleep. So this thing happened kind of quickly and suddenly. And, and, and many uh, theologians believe that it was designed to catch Jesus and his disciples off guard or unprepared. Uh, and they, many, some people believe that Satan is, is, is behind the, the, the storm that came up. But no matter what, uh, how you interpret the, the storm that came, uh, Jesus knew of it before it happened. And it was no surprise to him. And the intensity of the storm was extraordinary. It was it was something unbelievable. Uh, not the ordinary storm that came up. But it was known uh, for storm to happen uh, in, in that area. That, that uh, they could come up all of a sudden. And so uh, that was... The fact that a storm came was not surprising. The fact that it was so bad was surprising. 
and 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 it must that the the ship was covered with waves. Uh, the waves of the lake were uh, under the power. Many believe, like I said, but demonic forces uh, intent on destroying Jesus and his disciples. And what better place to to destroy them than than, than out there on the water? So uh, you know that that man that was on the other side was demonically uh, uh, possessed. Uh, so that's why some of them theologians believe that. Uh, Satan had a hand in this, uh, but regardless of that, the reason uh, they were not able to handle the condition is because they're unwavering faith. So Jesus has to strengthen their faith uh, because, like I said, even though the storm was bad, uh, they should have had the faith to deal with, but their faith was not that strong. And we see that Jesus was asleep. And what a contrast between the master and the apprentices. They were in the same boat, in the same lake, in the same storm. Uh, yet uh, they met the challenges uh, in a different way, a different at night and day. The master Jesus met the condition uh, without fear or doubt or hesitation. Uh, the disciples met the challenges with fear with diminishing hope and shows their uh, lack of faith and weaknesses. Um, Jesus was asleep. And and that shows the humanity part of Jesus, not his godly uh, part, because we know that God never sleeps or slumbers. So when he's asleep, that shows his, his humanity part of him because he, he's uh, full human and full God. Uh, so God cannot sleep because he never tires or uh, have a need of it. So it's the man side of him that is limited. The fact that he's uh, putting himself in a man's state. Uh, so man has to be replenished. Uh, sleep is one of the ways God has designed for man to regain uh, what he has expended in his toil and labor. So He's showing her that he has a, a, a manly side and ability. Uh, but it lets us know that he's fully God and that he can lay down in peace, undisturbed, and and, and does not have a fear. Uh, in fact, that he don't have to worry about fear because he knows that his father is watching over him and he has the power of his own stuff. So in verse 25, and the disciples came to him and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And what they did is a, is a prayer, is a petition from man to God. Uh, what the disciples did is nothing short of prayer, petitioning the Lord for help. It said, uh, the disciples came to him. The situation was such that the disciples came to Jesus because they needed his help. When we are in a crisis, our right course of action should always be to go to Jesus. Uh, whatever decision we have to make, we ought to put him in the forefront and, and ask him what direction that, that we should do uh, or uh, how we should handle it. Uh, God is waiting for his children to bring their concerns, their issues, their problems, uh, our distress. <laughs> our needs to him. Uh, 
it is an invitation for us to seek the help from God. Coming to Jesus is building on their faith in him and, and his ability to do what we cannot do ourselves. So they go to the right person and they say, uh, Lord, save us. Uh, so when, when we're facing a crisis and call on Jesus for help, we need to be specific in, 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 in what we're crying for. I, uh, let him know exactly what we're, we're, we're coming to him for. Stated it uh, plainly. First, we see the desire for uh, honor Jesus for who he is. They call him Lord. So that that's a first step in that. We say our Father. When we say our Lord's Prayer, that's our first step is to say our Father. Uh, let him know we recognize who he is. And the second, they present their needs. They said, save us. So they let him know what they what they uh, 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 want from him. Uh, these elements are all we need to say to the Lord. This is a prayer urgency. Our words are to be brief and to the point. This prayer consists of only five words. Lord, save us, we perish. In those five words, we said a, a little short prayer uh, to Jesus. Uh, when he said, we perish, uh, they cried out, we perish. Uh, it, it's letting them know that we are in need of it. Uh, we are desperate. Uh, we are lost. We need your help. Uh, so they prayed out of desperation. And <clears throat> verse uh, 26, and tells what happens when we come to Jesus and pray. Jesus rebuked his disciples and 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 then and the lake and said unto them, Why are ye fearful? Oh, ye little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. He said unto them, Why are you fearful? Oh, yeah, little faith. Uh, so Jesus said to his disciples that they did not trust him or believe the words he said to them about going over to the other side. Because Jesus had told them in the beginning, let us go over to the other side. And if Jesus had said, let's go over to the other side, then he spoke the words that you need to know. Uh, it ain't no stopping it. You're going to the other side because he has spoken it into being. Uh, it's a, Jesus uh, needed to have his disciples know that where they had failed in their test, they were weak in their faith and their confidence. Uh, making these truth known to them gives them the foundation to build on the faith and confidence in Jesus. There's no problem ever solved without knowing what the problem is. Uh, so Jesus rebuked his disciples saying that he is the Lord and he has the power to govern their lives. So they need to get that part in, 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 in their thinking that Jesus is in control. Then he arose and rebuked the wind. So what he's saying is speaking to them is that I not only have power, uh, and, and so many other things that all, they, they had already seen. Uh, but I also have power over the lake. I have power over nature. Uh, uh, 
uh, he is not subject to nature, but nature is subject to him. In other words, I got power, all power in heaven and earth is in my hand. He arose. So he's ready to take on the battle, whatever it is. He it ain't no battle that he can't do. Uh, and so he arises and takes on the test. And there was a great calm. When Jesus saved, he does not have to repeat the action in order for it to be completed. In other words, <laughs> he spoke the words in one of the, uh, one of the uh, gospels. He said, he said, peace be still. And everything was calmed down. So he spoke again. All he has to do is, is speak the word and nature and everything behave the way he tells it to behave. So the work of the Lord is found. There was a great calm. The, the water no longer uh, is, is, is upsetting. There's no wind uh, to be throwing the ship about. There's no calm and everything. Uh, so God's work is complete. Uh, it ain't you don't have to go back and 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 and, and deal with the wind because he did with the water. All he has to when he does anything, it is complete and done. But to me and Marvel was saying, what matter of man is this, that even the, the winds and the sea obey him? And when we think about uh, what they had witnessed, when we witnessed the, the miracle power of, of God in action, uh, we are amazed. Uh, Marvel means amazed, astonished, full of wonder. Uh, they want to say, there is no, this is no ordinary man. And but if it's, he's not an ordinary man, what is he? It gives them the understanding that he must be God. So he's revealed some of himself to them, and, and their wisdom ought to be letting them know that uh, this is the Savior. His power, his will, his sorrow is seen in his word. Uh, uh, with his word, he speaks peace be still, and nature obeys the miracle power of his word. Uh, everything that he just done lets you know that he is uh, the son of the living God and has power over all situations that we are, are to encounter in our lives. What manner of man is this he, that even the winds and the uh, sea obey him? We will not fully understand the works of God. They are so unique, so complete, so powerful. They leave us in a state of wonder. Uh, uh, they saw the figure of, of the same man they had walked with or over the lands and towns and cities. They heard the same voice. Uh, as he walked through the city uh, that they had been in, but they had not imagined within this same man was the essence and the power of God. The miracle they had just witnessed called them to question their own beliefs. And one of the things you can take away from this lesson is, is that God wants us <clears throat> to see ourselves and where we stand in faith and where our weaknesses lie. 
God wants us to live, to deliver us from our fears and our weakness. He stands ready for us to call on him so he can rescue us out of whatever danger uh, or whatever violent storm that might be in our lives. He is the one that can get us through it. There's so many things that we go through in life that we're just not able to handle. But he can. There's nothing that we can go through that he can't handle. I just thinking about uh, my own self. And I was thinking about it when riding home. I, I had got a tea pool yesterday, and, and it seemed like everything the day went bad. And, and, and not to mention with that teeth hurting too, uh, mouth being so. But no matter what I went through, once I look back, oh, it wasn't that bad. It seemed like it was bad at, at the time you're going through it. But when once I got uh, and looked back through it, uh, he'd already saw me through it. Uh, when I was oh. thinking about that way home, I could, all I could do was say, thank you, Lord. Because Amen. Uh, it, it, he had saw me through all of that. And and, oh. and seemed like, uh, uh, I know I'm still taking some Tylenol for the pain, but it seemed like the pain is slowly going away. So oh. it ain't nothing that we go through that, 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 that he can't see us through. Comments from anybody. My God. Amen. This is Anthony. I was just about to ask a question. I I, I think, you know, not going to think about my own personal experience. Uh, if, if you know, I think as a Christian, you know, sometimes, you know, we're going to go through storms. But my question is if we know that God is all powerful, we know that he can get us through any storm, you know, do we trust him? And if we don't, why do, do we not trust him if we know he can he can handle it. Uh, if I if I think I know what your question is, or maybe I don't, but I'm trying to think I, I, I think I do, is that many times when we get in situations, as the disciples did, sometimes we just get, get so fearful that we don't, I guess we forget that, that God can see us through. Because yeah. Much of what we do and so much of what's taught, especially in the schools and stuff, is that you can be anything you want to be. And and, and maybe a better way would be to say, with the help of, with the grace of God, with God's help, I can be, I can do this, I can do that. In other words, the scriptures that says I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthened me. It might be a better way than it rather than think that. Uh, I did it myself because sometimes we get in the in the, in the opinion that we're doing everything ourselves, and we're not oh. doing ourselves. It's it's Him uh, carrying us, as, as He puts self through the sand. Is there's time when He's carrying us, and we don't even know He's carrying us. Right. He's carrying us through these situations, and, yeah. and so I think sometimes we forget. So easily we forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's for anybody. That's I mean, I don't. I mean, anybody can answer that. You know, I thought about that. I think. Good evening, everybody. I think, Brother Anthony. My opinion to that is, you know, sometimes something come up on you so fast, you don't have time to react and think, and you 
flesh kick in and you do get fearful. I mean, I I just use myself for an example. Sometimes going through day to day, day to day, you know, something happens at work and my flesh kick in and I'm afraid. You know, I, I, I'm thinking, you know, Lord, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know, I was faced with a situation with one of my residents, you know, coded. Do I leave this resident, go get some help, or do I stay here? What do I do? What do I do? And I'm afraid. But I know that, you know, God, God sees all and knows all. And, you know, it's not that the f- lack of faith is more so the flesh kicks in and the fear sets in. But in this verse 24, you know, behold, a road of a great tempest in the sea in as much as the ship was covered with the waves, you know, that's just like us in our lives. Sometimes something can happen so fast it will knock the wind completely out of you. It will make you think that, you know, this is just, this is the end. You know, woe is me. What am I going to do? I'm so afraid. It's not that, you know, the faith is gone. It's the fear of the unknown. That's what it is. It's just the, the fear of the unknown, not knowing how will will I weather this storm. It's not the fact that I don't have faith in God because I know what God can do. And at the very end of this lesson, you know, marveling at God's work, giving him all the glory because the storm is over. And I think about uh, what Pastor Mitchell was telling us a story about the little girl and her grandfather going through the storm. The little girl wanting to pull over because the storm is so bad you can't see. But granddad is saying, keep going. Keep going. At the end of that storm, you look back. Everybody that pulled over is still in the midst of the storm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we continue to press forward and continue to seek God and keep our eyes on him, who's that walking on the water? Peter, as soon as he took his eyes off of Jesus, what happened? He started thinking. And that's how we are. If we take our eyes away and our focus, you know, we start to think. But if we continue to seek God and look to him, you know, everything will be okay. And the flesh will set in and flesh will make you think that, you know, oh, I, there's nothing else I can do but just you accept the fact that I'm where I am. But God says, seek him. Oh, yeah. Amen. That's right. I would imagine. Then, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I, this sister Ina, I was saying, you know, you you hear this phrase, a perfect storm, but I've never known the perfect storm. And um, sometimes you're so overwhelmed that you just, and as you said, Sister Mitchell, you just, sometimes it's so instant, you can't think, but sometimes you're, you're just exhausted because of everything that's happened. And you just, Sometimes you just lose hope, you know, because you you can't see your way. But you know, it's always something. And I thank God for this that uh, in the midst of a storm, you know, I'm always reminded of 
scripture or song. And then I start singing. And then I'll start praying. And then I'll start reading scriptures, you know. And then the word is, it seems like it's always something that just gives you hope that you can actually grasp onto because you've seen in the word how they've made it through, you know. So if 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 God and and you can make it through, if I mean you think about the different miracles that Jesus had done for people, you know, who probably never thought they would ever be healed, but you know, making it through, you know. But we have something that can remind us, you know. We can look in the Bible and we can see all the miracles. And if you really look in your life. You can think of, oh, it was nothing but God that brought you through, you know? But sometimes you just have to be reminded. And at that moment, you can't see your way. But it seems like the Lord always, oh, it's, it's like a voice you can hear or something in the inside. You can just feel it. And then you'll start praying. And then you'll just start singing, you know, different things. And then you'll just start and then you'll walk and you'll talk and you have to be reminded, but you have to be consistent with it, you know? And well, and, you don't and know Ina, how long that storm... Go ahead, Ian. I was just saying, don't know how long that storm is going to be because no one ever knows. But when you make it through, you know, that's when you don't forget where your help comes from. Because it's always God, always. When you trust and you turn to him, it may not be the way you thought. But guess what? When when you get through it, oh, my God, Lord Jesus, you can't well, do nothing and, but thank him. Praise and, and related to that, you know, I was just thinking, if we look at um, from the other perspective, does anybody have any testimonies on how God has helped them through a storm? Lord Jesus. Do, do we have enough time for this? I think we do. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. There's always time for a testimony. Yeah, it's it's, it's been so many things that I didn't know how I was gonna make it through, and and you know, I'm gonna allow somebody else to speak because <laughs> I I can go on and on. Well, I I know I've already talked. But I tell you, you can't help but to give God glory on things that have happened and things that he has sustained us from. You know, I think about, I had, it's been a couple of years ago, and I don't think I ever mentioned it to nobody. Nobody actually knew but me and my husband and my mama. I had went to get my annual mammogram, and there was lumps found. And I'm like, you know what? And I, well, actually, I told Ina, we talked about it. And, you know, and I'm like, I'm not claiming this. Lord, I'm not claiming this. You know, I give it to you. And we prayed about it. And when I went back, guess what? There was nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and I know it was nothing but God. Nothing but God. Because I know what God can do. I know what he can do. And, you know, a lot of times we don't give God enough 
credit for things that he have yeah. done. You know, we overlook little bitty things and we think, oh, that was just nothing. But yes, it is something. It mm-hmm. is something. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Well, and I know from my perspective, I mean, I know different people struggle with different things, but I know I've, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've, I, every day I battle to exercise and eat right and, you know, do what I can in those areas. But I mean, uh, I know that I don't do that in my own strength. Um, and I know that it's God who helps me to do that every day. I mean, cause I still want to eat certain things. And, you know, I still would rather not exercise, um, but, you know, I have to pray every day to, you know, battle the temptation not to eat certain things. And because yeah. uh, the food is always around, you know, and usually it's food that doesn't, is not very good for you. So, um, and I know people struggle with different kinds of temptations. I mean, some people it's smoking and other people it's other things. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's an everyday thing for me. But, you know, God helps me to get through it every day. And, uh, you know, I, I guess the storms sort of become, you know, uh, you know, many storms because I don't you know, it's not something I deal with all day, every day. But when I deal with it, I have to pray. <laughs> so, oh, just, yeah. you know, so I just, you know, you know, for whoever, you know, whatever it is that you struggle with, just know that, you know. Uh, you know, he can get you through those times where, you know, it's, it can be a daily struggle, but he can help you get through it. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just the again, I can, I can tell you, um, and this is probably something you guys have heard before, but you know, we really, sometimes you don't realize what you're going through because I know I was in a relationship that was, was actually, it was tearing me down. And um, when I tell you my self-esteem got so low, the things that were said to me, you know, I start believing it, okay? And I will be nothing and everything. And then it was constantly reminded. I don't need to be reminded what um, physical um, ability that I have. I think I live it, you know? I don't need someone to just constantly tell me about, well, you, you can't see or you this and everything else. But I was in um, um, a very bad uh, relationship. And when I tell you, I meant um, so at one point in my life, and I don't mind sharing this, okay? This just lets you know um, I was here in the home and um person i i was with i was just so tired i was just tired i just didn't want to argue they wanted to argue all the time i didn't want to argue i just wanted to go i just wanted to relax i just want to take a bath and and calm down you know and um so they they were here and i i was like i'm just gonna go take a bath. I'll I'll talk to you later. I'll see you later. So I thought they were gone and I was in the bathroom. Okay. I didn't have any um, articles on. I was about to step into the tub. And then I heard a boom. And then the door opened up. 
and all I could see was a fist raised up to me. And I couldn't do nothing but say, I plead the blood of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Cover me, Jesus. And all I remember is nothing but peace, you know? And, and I saw that hand go down, okay? The hand went down. And that person walked out of this house, okay? And all I could think about is, and I knew this person used to have loud music, you know, in that car. And I heard it go. I was scared to go out. I didn't have any clothes on. But I took off running to the front door because I knew it was a dead boat there. And I locked the door. And I went wow. in. And all I could do is I was like, and I said, I knew they were going to come back because I heard the car come back. And all I could hear, and I turned my light, I turned all the lights off before they came back. I turned all the lights off. I didn't answer my phone. I slept on the floor. But the bad thing about it, I went back to that person. And that's the sad thing. But you know what I did? I finally woke up. I woke up one day and I realized this relationship was very toxic for me because somebody was going to, I may not be living. And I went through something and I, when I, I finally said, you know what, Tina, this is not what God has. And I prayed and I was on my knees and I was praying. And I, Lord, please, I don't know how you're going to do it. Just take this person out of my life because we're, we're not good for each other. Somebody's not going to be living. I just felt it, and I laid on my bed, and I received a phone call, and that was that person, and they said they didn't want to be in a relationship with me no more. I blocked the number, and I learned from that point, God freed me. I didn't turn back. I did not turn back. He freed me, so I dare you, if you really want, if you really want the Lord to do, I dare you to be sincere and plead and, and, and pray and ask the Lord to remove because I'm telling you, he'll do it. Yes, Lord. Yes, he'll do it. He will. Amen. I have a testimony. I have a Amen. testimony that I'd like to tell. I got it. All right. Um, I was uh, my first uh, marriage, and it was very, it was a bad marriage, and we had, we have children, and I was working, doing everything that a wife should do, a mother should do, and finally I had enough, and I told this person, because it was always fighting. And I told this person, you got to go. And after I told him, I thought he had left. I thought he was gone. But then he came back and he had broken into the house. And when I came home with the kids and I put them to bed. And so I laid down and went to sleep because I had to go to work the next morning. And all of a sudden I heard glass. I got up. 
And I grabbed the rifle instead of the pistol. And I went into the living room, and I, the last thing I know that he jumped on me, and I hit my head on a coffee table, old coffee table. And when I finally came to, he had tied me up and was just beating me and beating me and saying all kind of things to me. And the last, he put stuff in my eye. Oh, my God. That, that caused the blindness in one eye. Mm-hmm. And ever so often, I have to have an eye operation on the right eye. And the last thing he did after he untied me, he said, okay, I'm going to finish you off, and nobody going to ever want you if you live. <laughs> and he took the pistol, and he put it in my mouth, and he pulled the trigger six times, but it didn't work. That's oh, God. Oh, that was, oh, my God. That was God. Nobody but God. Anybody. And he got upset because it didn't go off, and he threw it on the floor, and it went off all six times. Mm. And I was beaten so to a puff. It took every. Mm. It wasn't my strength that got me out the house. It was God's strength that brought me out of the house so I could get help. Help for myself. And to to get my children out of the house. And the police didn't do nothing. Not one thing. No matter how I told them how I begged, they didn't do anything. And it took one lady, and she was white. She was my, she was the major that I would always go over to the bay. And she went up there and she told them, if anything happened to me, that she was going to have everything that she could do to anybody because she knew I tried to get help. And she had been up there. And that's when the police got involved. Mm. But but I tell you I tell you another thing, how God I hated him for years, but this is how God has has changed me and I know He has. He got sick and he's sick now. And a few days ago, last week, my daughter, his daughter, well our daughter, had to go get him because nobody wanted to take care. Of him. And she took him down there. But do you know, he asked me for forgiveness. He asked me for forgiveness. And I told him I forgave him a long time ago. I could not have done that if I didn't have God in my life. God is the only person that can help you and that will bring you through. Through anything. I know this for a fact. Nobody has to tell me this. I know it. I have lived through so many things. I know it. And I'll tell anybody, I'll stand on the courthouse steps. And if they ask for prayer, I'll pray on the courthouse I will not deny God. No, amen. Oh, Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. Bring it through. My God. Yes, Lord. He's able. He is. Awesome. He is able. There's nobody like him. Nobody. Amen. Thank you. Yes. 
all testimonies and all things. We give all glory to God tonight. Uh, I wasn't intent to say anything, but I just couldn't help but to say, uh, first of all, thank God for a spirit-filled Bible study. Yes, yes. Let you know you don't have to be in the house, but yet you're still on one accord. Yes. And I'm shouting because tonight I'm shouting in my spirit because of the testimony and the things happened on Sunday. I thank God for Brother Keith that's on the line with us tonight. Uh, somebody ought to help me say amen on that one. Amen. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to share what he shared with me, but I know he's still listening to me tonight and listening to us. Yeah. And what he shared with me, he ought to be shouting in his spirit because I'm shouting in mine. My and God. let you know, let you know God is able. Yes, but yes. I I, I want to share this with you. And it all goes together. When you bag up before you get to where we were tonight, it shares with you that uh, when Jesus, you know, you know, Jesus had a prayer, a praying ground in the mountain, mm-hmm. and, and yes. Jesus had been up there praying. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said when he come down from the mountain, a yes. great mother followed him. Yes. Uh, I think someone said tonight, wherever Jesus was, there's a great uh, mm-hmm. mother would follow, a crowd would follow. And we're yes. talking about coming the storm. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is letting us know how his disciples was following him everywhere he went. And Jesus sit his disciples down here, he taught his disciples. His mm-hmm. disciples had a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when you look at this eighth chapter of Matthew and you follow it down to where we are, uh, people wanted to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And don't you know, it, it costs you something to follow mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you look, go, when you get time tonight, go back to the eighth chapter, and everybody had they wanted to follow Jesus, but they had an excuse. Mm-hmm. But Jesus still let them know that He can do everything that they needed. Mm-hmm. And then you see how it, it said uh, uh, was some example. It was a a leper came and worshipped Him, and and he wanted to be clean and. Jesus touched him and he said, Thou shalt be clean. And, and immediately the, lepre- uh, the leprosy was cleansed. And, and then mm-hmm. uh, the other man told him, said, uh, He told him, Go show yourself to the priest and all that stuff. And, and I'm just showing you something. The sickle apostle was there. And, and then it, it tells you how uh, other men had came and they wanted to follow Jesus. And in this lesson, what I'm getting tonight, and getting, and it shares with you that no matter what storm you go through, Jesus is still with you. 
Yeah. He told us that we're going to have some trials and tribulations. In this lesson, what I get out of this lesson, he shares with us and see how much we believe in him and our relationship with him and our faith and our walk with it. We can say one thing and do another. But Jesus is testing his disciples. And he's yeah. uh, sharing with his disciples, let us go to the other side. And we, as Christians, we want to go to the other side. So yeah. in order to get to the other side, we got to amen, go through something in order to get to the other side. But I yeah. want to say, serve notice on all of us tonight. If you don't learn anything from the testimony, you don't learn anything from the, uh, what everybody has reviewed tonight, the teacher has taught us, one thing I learned, a storm will pass over. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I, I believe I said so. I believe I said it again. A storm will pass over. Oh, yeah. I, we have we, we, been through a, a, a lot of storms in our life, but the storm yeah. don't stay. It will pass, mm -hmm. soon pass over. Oh, That's why we got to say within ourselves, this too yeah. shall pass. Shall pass. My God. So if you're angry in the Lord, yeah. amen, no matter what storms, and I need to tell you all of us, not some of us, all of us going to go through some storms. Yeah. Your storm may not be like mine, and mine may not be like yours, but we thank God that he is coming, our storm. Yeah. And let me thank tell you, and when you come out of your storm, you ought to come out like you, uh, the police didn't arrest you. You all come out with your hands up. You all come yes. out surrendering yourself. Mm. And say, Lord, yes. hear me. Send me. I'll go. I yes. thank God for he's still coming. My storms. And thank let me tell you, Lord. every day you live, you got a storm you battle. I don't care who you yes. are or what you I do. I say it Sunday and I say it again. I don't care how holy rolling you think you are. You're going to go through something. And but then I'm almost about to shout here. Another thing is that Jesus was asleep, and they had to wake up Jesus. Come on, somebody. In other words, sometimes he he allowed us to go through it. We think we're going through it by ourselves, but he's still right there. So, so you got to really know that every now and then, and not so much every now, but all the time, you got to understand it ain't you. This battle is not yours. It belongs to God. He said that in order for them to wake him up, they was just showing us that we can't go through this storm by ourselves. We got to have the ministry. We got to wake him up and say, Lord, it's you that can yeah. speak to the storm. It's you that yeah. said, peace be still. Peace be still, my God. And, and all that start obeying him. Now, if they can obey him, why we can't obey him? Y'all, huh? yes, uh, uh, y'all better take this away from me. I feel like taking a text. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Amen. God bless. God bless. Deacon Wade, we Amen. back with you. No, somebody else, anybody else. Amen. We back with you. I'm through. Amen. Uh, Praise uh, God. Good. Somebody say something? You know, it's Keith. It's Keith. I just want to say it's my first time coming to the Bible study, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, 
I think I pray to God, I pray to God that He He brought me to a place that I could come to where I can be comfortable and I can be around other people that love the Lord as well. Yeah. And, you know, yes, sir. And I just want to thank God. Each and every day, I thank God for allowing me to be in my situation. And I heard a storm will pass over. And uh, that was that was the best thing I heard today. Well, um, Brother Keith, we're thankful for you and glad you're with us. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, man. You can wait. I'll do. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Amen. Uh, we're, we're, we're thankful to the Lord for all of you tonight. Thank God for all of you uh, that are on this line. Uh, thank God for his spirit on tonight. Amen. Thank God yes. for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the input on tonight. This is the Lord's will. Uh, we'll be at the church on Sunday morning. Amen. At the 10 o'clock hour, mm. God bless. God keep. Amen. Again, Brother Keith, and amen to all of you uh, you all that is testimony, your words, your teaching, different ways, uh, and we just thank God and uh, for everything that has said tonight, Sister Ann, Sister Mitchell, uh, just and Brother Anthony, and Sister Annette. We just thank God for all of you all put in. Those yes. that uh, didn't say anything, we thank you for your participation. Mm-hmm. And because sometimes you might be, uh, like I said, sometimes you might want to be like a sponge. You might want to soak it in. Amen. Yeah. And I thank God. I thank God for the Walnut Grove Baptist Church. I'm like Brother Keith tonight. Uh, thank God for the church that I feel comfortable. Amen. And, mm-hmm. and Brother Keith, mm-hmm. I, I, I just want to share with you tonight. Uh, I, I know this is Bible study. Help you tonight because of what we talked about. And God bless mm-hmm. you. And as I told him, and I'm gonna tell you, y'all, what I told him. Anytime you need, feel free to call. Amen. 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 Amen Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we lift up holy hands. We come surrendering unto you. We thank you for coming our storm. We ask in the name of Jesus that you bless, heal, and deliver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Good night. Good night. Have a good week. See y'all soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.